another episode of Grange TV. We have with us Mr. David Roberts, all-round good fellow, tape worker, sometimes a musician. <laughs> Robert Whitaker, all-round good bloke, UFC middleweight champion. What an evening we have in front of us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're not selling it right. <laughs> what an evening we have. Announcing keynote. We have an amazing evening of fights and all sorts of trickery and skullduggery waiting for you guys. Um, Rob, how you been, mate? I've been good. I've been good. I um, saw the fights on the weekend, so I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about those. Um, we have a very interesting month ahead of us, and. Um, and and yeah, like and, and now that you know, with the Kelvin Gaslam um, and Adesanya fight over and done with, I have a kind of opponent direction. I have someone in my crosshairs, and yeah, you know, it's 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 a good time to be alive, mate. What do you think are. of the fights? What were the fights like for um, you from your perspective? So I guess I, I thought I thought the fight card was amazing. I thought that it was a, it was an amazing night for fights, especially the the co-main and main event. Like I thought. Those fights were like it's been said the fight of the year. I think so. Like it's it's unbelievable. Um, let's start with uh, Ovin Saint Pru and Nikita Krylov. I mm. probably butchered those both those names. Both gentlemen, I apologise and don't break my face when you <laughs> see me. What do you think of that fight? Yeah, I, I thought it was a. I thought it was a. It's a. OSP is like one of those guys. Like he, he he can look so good. Or he can just look like he's on the back foot the whole time, um, and you know it's just one of those nights where where OSP just didn't shine to him, like like he could have. I don't know. He, he's like a very hot and cold fighter. You know what I mean? What do you think? What do you think makes it that way? To to be honest, I I, I don't know. I, I, that's a million dollar question. Like how how can you get a fighter to a fight and like make it make him feel like it's his night like like uh max holloway said in his post-fight interview like he said said i, I came here and it felt like my night and it wasn't <laughs> you know it's, it's true though yeah it just happens it's true you can't, you can't do it and i think i think OSP just it just wasn't his night you know but do you think there's uh do you see any idiosyncrasies in his fight style that lend itself to well, because like Max Holloway, let's be fair, mm. he he might have lost the decision, which he did. He lost the decision. Absolutely, congratulations to Dustin Poirier. It's amazing. But it's not like it wasn't his night. It's not like he went out there and didn't perform or didn't do well. Like he did really, really well. It's <laughs> just that he fought a guy that it was his night 2.0 that night. You know. <laughs> so what do you think it is with? Because Ovin St. Pru, it, 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 there's been times where you look at him and you're like, man, this guy will beat anyone yeah. and then there's there's massive discrepancies because like you fight someone and the guy's better than you or better than you that night and that's it what do you do but with osp you don't know i think he's one of those fighters like you said he's one of those fighters that he stylistically you know how styles make fights right it's when when when, when he matches up against someone that that is compatible for his style and he's kind of the bully. He's kind of uh, like uh, the leader of the dance, if you if you would. He he runs him over. He runs him over. He he is so so well at being the the forward aggressor. Do, do you think that's got a lot to do with the physicality and the physicality that he brings? And if you're able to match that physicality, like uh, Krilov did, yeah, oh. yeah. If you if you look at that, a lot of his losses are, are to guys with the same sort of the same reach, the same height, and the, the same sort of athleticism that um. He brings to the table because he is a specimen. You like I've, I've stood next to him. We both have. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's like he's huge. I, I and, and I don't think this is in any way when I, like just because you know after people are going to say Robert Whitaker calls OSP a bully. No, 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 no. He's a good guy. He's, he's a lovely guy. Great guy. But I I think the the because when I when I look like you know when you think about when someone's going to fight, I always think that with OSP. I always think like if OSP. Yeah, can put it over the guy physically. Like, if he's going to be the bigger, stronger guy, I tend to... I don't bet, but I tend to bet on... Lean towards yeah, it. Yeah, on OSP. He so knows how to use his, his his advantages very, very well. Like, he knows how to use his reach well. He knows how... To, if he's a bigger, stronger guy, he knows how to work in his takedowns real well, especially off the fence. Like his, And he doesn't look like a weak guy. No, nah, when, when, when he gets a guy that he's physically kind of superior to, on the fence, he just... He does, he does work. He does work. Um, what did you think of the Dwight Grant and Alan Jermaine fight? You, you know what? I, like I, 
it was, it was, it was very back and forth. I can't, I don't know who, 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 who's Jermaine Ford previously? He's fought a bunch of different guys. He, I feel like he disappeared for a little bit. Yeah, he did. I think that that fight was, it was interesting because Dwight was very awkward and he throws big, heavy shots, yeah. but he's, but he's awkward. Every punch was loaded. Every yeah. single punch, every single puncher. And, um, and we were talking before, before we were on air, you were talking before about people that, how, how much the cardio affects if you're moving backwards and you're moving forwards. And then this guy was moving backwards and then just loading up on shots, moving so- laterally and then loading up on shots. And it was hard, I think, for Jermaine to get a, a proper read on it. Although, yeah. although it was a close fight. It was a really, really close fight. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. Excuse me. I, I, I don't think it matters what I think, who I think won the fight or whatever. But um, also my friend, uh, Dennis Roberts, shout out to Dennis Roberts, uh, was one of uh, Dwight Grant's uh, cornermen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So um, it was, I mean, I was kind of leaning towards him only because of that. Um, when, yeah, no, I actually found it, <laughs> I found it like almost funny to watch because every, no matter what shot it was, no matter what shot it was, whether it was a counter or it was a slip counter or it was a forward aggression, it was just power. He swung so hard, so heavy. And and you were saying like when we said that like you, even even if you're landing a lot of shots, if you're moving backwards or you're hesitating coming in, you can't you can't just you can't forward pressure a guy like Grant like actively and openly. It's hard. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous to do so. Um, what do you think of the Khalil Roundtree versus Eric Anders fight? Hold on. Before before we pass the fight with I I also couldn't get over how um, they were pronouncing Joban. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how Joe to pronounce ben. it. Pr- pr- pronounce Alan, it. Alan Joban. <laughs> so good. It might be the way you pronounce it. I don't know. It was killing me. I don't think so. I'm, no, I'm pretty certain it's not. <laughs> how cool is this guy's name? Boston Salmon. <laughs> good on you, is man. That, is that real? Yeah. Boston Salmon. <laughs> oh, look. No, no he's got he's to bash us next time we see him. Man. Um, what do you think of Khalil Roundtree versus Eric Anders? And I mean, Khalil fought um, Tyson. Yeah, Tyson Pedro. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and and Pedro beat him in the first round. Beat him by he cracked Tyson as well. He, he <laughs> so fought, heavy. He, so I think that was Pedro's first fight. Yeah, first fight. Oh, we Pedro's were on the got same a good card. chin. Yeah, or, or we were guests there or something. No, 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 no. He he was he, you, you and him were on the same card because uh, I remember being at the back. Who Bef- did who did I fight that night? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Mm. But Can yeah, you I, look that up, Dave? I, I remember. I remember. Cause, um, Khalil, Khalil Roundtree uh, versus Tyson Pedro. What card that was on? Because um, I remember Khalil like walked in, landed that right hand, and Pedro like dropped, uh, like got put on his bum, and then Roundtree rushed in, but then Pedro turned it around, got the sweep, and got a submission out of it. He apparently he's moved or moved for the most part of the year or whatever to Thailand to train. Mm. But a lot of the times I think like, yeah, he obviously looked like he's gotten a lot better and think. But how much of that just comes from you being comfortable in in the octagon from mm. you? Because he, from from my understanding, he he started off just like to lose weight and train and blah 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 and he did and then he was like okay i'm getting good at this and da 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 so he's relatively new to the fight game um it was a brunson fight can we look at how many fights uh khalil has had oh he's 10 fights so he's had 10 fights seven wins three losses no i think that's that's the old one that's the record then so yeah it'd be eight it'd be 11 fights or 12 fights maximum um, but yeah, he he looked much much sharper. He he was he was putting on the the Thai fighting style on display that night. Yeah, but he was even adopting it. And do you think Eric Ender's style though let, uh, lent itself to him being able to 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 put that that show on? Like, do you think he'd be able to put that show on? And would he look that much more improved if he were to have fought uh, a grappler heavy kind of? background person that, i guess that's that's the question because it wasn't that always um like K- khalil's thing was like he was a stand-up guy like yeah athletic, a striker. strong yeah. powerful yeah but um 
Yeah, I guess that that's where you got we got to find out. So it was like how. But how what much, do you think? It's hard to say. Like, where's he been training in Thailand? Because I know he has been training there. Well, I don't know. Somewhere in Thailand. Like, he, with Thais. He's obviously been working with his Thai Thai kickboxing. <laughs> yeah. Striking looks phenomenal. Like the the speed and precision he had there was was top notch for the for the division. Um, but I guess it's like how much has he been working on his ground game? Because there's a lot of guys in there in the light heavyweight division that are very good at at the, at the ground. Like the ground game is what brought him to success. Like DC, for instance. Like if you don't have grappling behind you, he's gonna you're gonna have the best strike in the world. And he's fought people with great striking, big heavy hitters, and he's just grapple. He's messed them up bad. I have a question for you here. Who do you think? Uh, how do you think Luke Rockhold would do? against John Jones because hmm. I saw a picture of Luke Rockhold and he's looking massive he's a big guy he's a very no but he's looking massive now. Well, you know honestly and, oh, sorry sorry I was just talking to people that have trained with him and he's saying that he's they're looking he's looking massive now if um if 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 the extra weight helps helps like his hydration and his fluid in his brain and and and, and it helps his Chin factor, if you will, um, then oh, he, he's he's going to be dangerous. He's going to be a dangerous guy because he's 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 got a very very good skill set, a very clean skill set. He's got very very good striking, and he's 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 great at using his skills and his abilities to their their, their maximum um, efficiency. Like how how do you see them? Because both of those guys traditionally have been the taller fighter yeah, bigger guy. The, yeah both of them as well have been the taller fighter with decent striking like good striking and both of them have also gone well now when i need to take it to the ground i'm going to take it to the ground with really good grappling both both yeah. john jones and luke rockhold so how do you see that because at, at first you'd think like you got to lean towards john jones just because he's the naturally yeah. bigger guy blah, blah 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 but then i started thinking about it and i was thinking you know what like even if john jones were to take rockhold down I, I don't know i don't know that john the the thing that john john has is uh he's he's got great wrestling like top-notch wrestling and i think he could he could use that to his advantage in controlling the top position you know dictating how it goes to the ground because that's a big thing you can have the best grappling in the world but if you're like a, a guy who knows how to sit on top and, and gets gets on top like he, he'll stay there but you really think he'd be able to hold rock hold down like that because jacare couldn't really like he trains with cormier he's like he's, he was trained with cormier at least for a long time um do you think that john jones would be able to do that with with Rocco? Has, has there been anyone John Jones hasn't been able to do that with? Well, there's been fights where he hasn't really been able to hold the guys down per se. Mm. Yeah, it's not like he, you know, or, or he's had trouble taking him down or, or whatnot. Yeah, I, I've got no doubt like that John Jones could take him down. Yeah. I'm just saying, do you think he'd be able to hold him down? I don't know. Would he outstrike him? That's hard. I... I th- that's hard because they have so they have such similar styles, like in the sense that like not similar, as in like they they punch the same or they kick the same. No, they they both like a distance sort of fighter. They fight similar in a similar manner on the outside, like pokey hit there, pokey like they never really rush in and do damage. Um, it, that that's a that's a very interesting. Do you think that Rockhold has more of a one hit stop factor with that left kick? Definitely, but but that landing kicks is hard, especially on a guy like like John Jones or anyone rangy. It's hard, it's hard to kick a guy that, that that's good at, at being rangy, especially the, the the guys that have pretty good stand up. John Jones got great stand up. He 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 knows how to yeah. He can he can his defense is is pretty on point. You saw that with a lot of his with his um his line heart fight. That guy he um his defense is is quite like. Quite on point. Um, what do you think of the knockdowns that Khalil Roundtree did against Eric Anders? Do you think the fight should have been stopped? Uh, I don't think the fight should have been stopped by the referee. Definitely not. Like I don't think that's his place to stop a fight. Then, like I think, like Eric was still in the fight. Whether he, yeah, he was getting a hiding, but he was in the fight. Do you um, think his corner should have stopped the fight? That's the like. That's the bigger question. Is like. What's your opinion on that? Um, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. Sitting on the outside, you look 
and you say, ah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's I find it a very hard question to answer because if I was in that fight, I would I would hate my corner to throw in the towel. What's it? Yes, that would be the smarter decision. Like if I was if I was in Eric Anders' like shoes, it would be the smart decision. But as a fighter and as a guy, especially a guy like Eric Anders who knows he's one punch away from winning at any point in the fight, like um, it's it, yeah, it's I would I would be gutted if like my corner threw in the towel. Absolutely gutted. In fairness, I think um, when you watch th- th- uh, these are these are the things I just think about. Like even if he'd won it. Because there's two arguments here from like a fight perspective, he was always in it, and it wasn't like he was even when he was sitting down. It wasn't like he was like all over the place. He was he was coherent, so that that I could tell. Anyways, he might not have been, or he may well have been, and he could have always won that fight. But from a mental health, brain damage perspective, you think like, man, even if you win that fight, yeah. you sustained a ton of damage. Yeah, you know, so it's. But at the end of the day, it is a fist fight that you signed up for. Yeah. And um, Eric Anders looks like nobody's forcing him to fight. <laughs> like he looks like he was quite happy to, to, to fight. Yeah, very much so. And and like I said, with 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 someone like him, like he's always one punch away from winning. Like you know, like yeah, he's he's had fights like that before and won. Yeah. It's yeah. uh yeah. Like I think his corner did the right thing in, in their shoes. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, definitely in the case of whether the referee should have stopped it, definitely not. Like Eric was always in that fight coherently. He was never winning the fight, but he was always in that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, just to get your perspective. You watched the um, Israel Adesanya Kelvin Gastelum fight. What What do you think from from your perspective? Before we get Rob's perspective. <laughs> Because mine's such a greater insight than well, Rob's. No, nah, but but you know what it is. I, I think it's interesting because it'll warm the crowd up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but but I think it's also very interesting sometimes to hear the perspective from someone that's not in the fight game okay. yep. because I, I think um, a lot of the times people don't yeah they they, they see things differently so uh, I don't know what what do you think what were you expecting of the fight well I have to so I only could watch it while I was work, walking around the Easter show shopping for show bags so I had it on my phone so the first time I watched it um, I thought. Gastelum put up more of a fight. Um, but then when I watched it again, I thought sort of he, I felt solidly he won two rounds and then Alessania sort of just dominated the after that. But it's also in saying that, I think Gastelum had opportunities to take advantage of that, especially that head kick. Mm. He, he just stood there like a stunned mullet for like a couple of seconds and. Gastelum did the same. I think he wasn't sure if he actually did that. <laughs> he was like, did I actually do that and hit him? And But yeah, then after that, he went for a takedown instead of, I thought, you know, from my point of view, if he I probably kept punching him, it would be I just right. want to, while it's fresh, how hard is it sometimes, do you think, to know that your guy's actually hurt? That you hurt your guy yeah, that you're question. fighting? Or do you know? I don't know. I, I can't answer that question, Mike, because... No, not him, but I'm asking you. you yeah, know, I know. Yeah. I can't answer that because... It's something I've always been able to feel. I can tell. I can tell. Even if I don't rock a guy, I can tell when my jabs hurt him. I can tell when when I hit someone and in like and I can see. I can just feel it. I can I can feel. But is it a visceral thing that you as right? I, I you think, feel it. I think so. I think it's like a it's like an instinctual thing. Unless you're like one of those guys that that gets in training partners and you put it put it on him bad to the finish every session, then you, you can't teach this. Like you, you learn it through experience, through fights. And maybe I have, maybe that's how I, I, I have gotten it because um, I've had a fair few fights now. Um, but it's, it's one of those things that like I can tell when I've hurt somebody. I can tell, even if I haven't hurt them, I can tell that, okay, you didn't like this. If but what like, is it? Is this something that happens in their body language as well? Yeah, I, I, like I can see their eyes. I can see the way they react. Subtle things like the way they move, like how they start acting afterwards. Like if I if I hit a guy in the like like a really heavy body kick or a very heavy right hand, and then he starts pushing me back very aggressively, more aggressive than before. I know I've heard him because he's trying to show me that he didn't. That I didn't. You know? Yeah. Um, Another like and it's like that. Like I can tell if you if you're if I'm fighting someone, and and I and I hurt you and and like even if we have an exchange and you and you start acting 
differently. You're like your style changes a little differently. Or you take a step back that you wouldn't have before or for some reason. I can tell. I can tell. I can always tell. I can smell blood. And um, yeah, like that. that's just me. But um, yeah, that, that's me. Do you think that... What, what, what do you think caused Gastelum to go for that takedown instead of trying to finish? Because um, there wasn't a lot of time left in the round to... <clears throat> it could be. And this is could. This is nothing on Gastelum. This is, this is like... I am, I am trying to come up with crazy hypotheses as to why he did what he did without talking to him. So Yeah, Gaslam, no, no. We just... Gastelum, if you're watching... <laughs> He's like, not. No one watches this, but not, not, <laughs> say whatever if, you want. If you're one of the six people watching, like, oh, this is not a dig at you at all. Like, at yeah. all. I think you're a great fighter. I thought I was a fight of the year. Um, he could have been, he might have not had enough confidence in his stand-up to finish him standing when he, he, he could have thought, you know what, I'll take this guy down. I'll ground and pound him. To to be to Gastelum's defense, if he would have landed the takedown, the fight would have been over. Guarantee you. Yeah, but it was only ten seconds left. Ten to fifteen seconds. Still, like no when when he went for the shot, there was a there was a bit more. There was a bit more? All right. Yeah, I reckon there was a, I think there was a bit more. It was it was after they he had like defended the takedown that there was only oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, 15. you're right. Yeah. Um So had he have landed that yeah, you're I right. I think if he if he if he got a clean shot on Took him down, it would have been over. He would have ground and pounded into oblivion. And that's run. credit to Adesanya for being able to defend that takedown yeah, in like, the state that he was in, because yeah, he was, he was, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't in. Um, and then, so, so from from Adesanya's perspective, how hard? Because you've also been rocked, yeah. and Romero tried to take you down, and you defended the takedown. Mm. And what? How? How cognizant are you of what's going on there, or is that just it's boom? The training you do. It's, it's training you do, like. Yeah, it's it's just training you do. I've had nightmares when I'm defending takedowns. <laughs> I I dream about defending takedowns. It's like the the boys at the gym, like like you know you know the way we train. You you're the one that 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 puts it on us, like um, and puts it all together. Like we we train it so often that. Like sometimes Sophia comes in for a hug and I, I sprawl. get the underhooks. Like, get the underhooks. Get like, the double underhooks. I I never let myself be in a compromising <laughs> position ever. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things. And credit to him for his training and he just his his discipline in the fight, being able to collect himself. You'd expect it though. He's a very experienced fighter. You'd expect it from him. Um, I, yeah, I think you expect that from anyone in that top mm. five, six guys. They do that. That's um, anyone in that division at that top can. You know, anyone has a bad day that mm. the belt's taken. Taken, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. At any stage, yeah. sorry, Dave, I cut you off to get Rob's opinion. So <laughs> let's go back to your. your um, thing. That, that was it. I think it was just. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a perfect question, Fab. Around sort of like yeah, like because from the general viewer like myself, I'm not a fighter. It really looked like Gastelum could have taken out the fight, but he let it go. Um, and again, like I think you just captured that question perfectly. But that was it for me. I think. Um, you know. The the thing that is interesting around fights and scoring is sort of like if you're, you know, and I think this came up with the Yo Romero fight where, you know, if you just watch the fight from the fifth round, Alessandra smashes him. But if yeah. you watch the whole fight, I would say, uh, I think I think you said it too, Rob, that if Gaslam won on points, I wouldn't be surprised either. And I think, you know, I, that's, I that's how I felt. I, I, I don't think Gaslam could have won on points with the fifth with round. The that fifth round, with yeah, the, yeah. Uh, that Anderson had. Fifth win? No, nah. yeah, yeah. I think up until the fifth, yeah, it was two two. two, two. I, I two, thought two. it was two two going in. But uh, yeah, that won that fifth clearly. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know what I what I thought. You know, before if you watch back again, um, the last podcast, I said Adesanya. I think, I think Gaston will have trouble with him. The thing that threw me off. Are we ignoring the fact that you said it'll be a whitewash? Either no, way? this I'm, I'm I'm about to address that. I'm about to address that. <laughs> this is the thing that 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 um. That, that really threw me off. And this is credit to both of them or, or not. I don't know. It's not a thing. I'm just, the thing that threw me off was Gastelum had, he got to fight his fight. He got to fight inside, mm. throw the bombs, hurt Adesanya. And he, he, he couldn't get that game off. Mm. And then when, when, that, when the game didn't come off, I thought, this is the whitewash now. 
Adesanya is going to get his measure and Adesanya is going to destroy him after the second round. Right? Because then I thought, you got a little guy like that standing outside, you know, no longer being, no longer being able to get in, no longer after, you know, statistically after the second round, first, second round, knock, chances of a knockout are very, very slim. Mm-hmm. And, you know, third, fourth and fifth, like actual knockout, you might lose from attrition or a submission or whatnot. But statistically, one shot knockouts, they're kind of not, you don't often see them. So it was very hard, especially for a little guy who has to explode and get in. So I thought, all right, you're going to stand there. And it's going to be like a tennis match with Adesanya going, tuk, 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 boom, just hitting him on, mm. on the outside. So Adesanya got to fight in that range and fight in basically what could have been, if he could have wrote, this is how I want to fight Gastelum, he got to do that too. Mm. But he couldn't put Gastelum away either. And that's what threw me off because I, I thought if I, I thought all right if it's either going to go Gaston's going to come out knock him out drop him hurt him in that first round and then he's going to get to impose himself that, that that's what I said it'll be a whitewash or he's not going to be able to get inside he's going to have a lot of difficulty with Adesanya and then Adesanya is going to be able to do whatever he wants but neither one of those things happened that that that's what threw me off a, a lot about it. And um, he did have a lot of problems with with Adesanya's length and whatnot. But um, Adesanya had a lot of trouble with Gastelum's stand-up. And that, that's something that I, I wasn't prepared for, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, did, I didn't think the stand-up fight would be as close as it was. I, I didn't think okay. so either. You know, I also did, thought Adesanya was going to whitewash Anderson. Yeah. To, to, to Adesanya's credit, though, like he has a lot of pop, like like crispness sharpness in his strikes even in the fifth absolutely like and i think that's dangerous for anyone you know but um how how do you think he's able to maintain that crispness all the way through to the fifth round i think i think one he i think he's done it forever yeah i think he's trained to do to do that and two i think it's body type as well like he's he's got those those long arms like not laden with like heavy muscle and he just i don't like this is your background so you tell me like does that make a difference I think the fact that he's not thickly muscled like that, yeah. Because yeah. I don't, th- I can't see someone like Yo Romero having that sort of game, like being able to incorporate that, being able to do that for five rounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like counter strike, like he did fast pop, Chris. He he's also playing with length and levers as well, mm-hmm. so he's able to sit like and and counter as because yeah. a lot of the times it's like the timing of that. Like Kelvin was coming over the yeah. top, and Adesanya was just landing that right hand as mm-hmm. he's coming in, catching him flush. I don't know what Gastelum's chin's made of. Because he f- took those shots, like, boom. Like he'd and go- what, did he go down or was getting dropped? I, I don't... Is it a positive or... A, like, positive for Adesanya to land him on his chin, and I don't know how Ad- Gaston can take the shots. Because he, yeah. he took a lot of shots dude, on the chin. Dude, he took... He had whiplash. Yeah. He was, he, like, his, his head was flying backwards, and he was getting hit from, like, bad angles, like, twisting. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, he's, he's, he was really getting rocked. Yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah, I think that was a... I think that took a lot out of, out of Gaston, that fight, I think. You know? But, like, you've been seeing it. We've been seeing it, like... As Gaston has been progressing in the UFC, like, in having more and more fights... Lately, or more so in the in the heavier division, when when he hasn't whitewashed whoever he's been fighting, like he gets dropped in the fights. He yeah, he's good. He gets hit. He like gets he gets hit. stopped, like he kind gets, of thing. Yeah, and I think that has more to do with his exit strategies on a lot of his stand up. Do you want to? We, we were speaking about that before. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? I think like well, he gets in really clean and nice, and then he he throws his combo, which is like a hook, hook, or a, <laughs> hold on, Holman Gauss just says. Gaslam would have knocked Whitaker out, in my opinion. Thank you for your contribution, <laughs> Holman Gow. That's not what we're talking about right now, but thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. I, I, I love the haters, you know, just like just to say yeah. it. Um, yeah. I was saying, um, like, yeah, he gets in real clean, and then he throws his combo, pop, pop, but then then he sits there, he stays there, he like admires his work, or he, he waits. It's like your turn now, you throw. And then they throw. And credit to him because he is a tough dude. Oh, and tough. a lot of the time, like he you can. saw it in like the Weidman fight he had. Yeah. Like he got in and Weidman said, you know what? All right, let's dance. And then they went pop, pop, pop. And then like he got put on his bum. Yeah. And he got back up and blah, 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 blah. But I just think he's, he needs to tighten up his defense on the exit. 
But in saying that, so do I. So, <laughs> brother, we're in the same boat. <laughs> and it's dangerous against a guy like Adesanya as well. I think with him as well, the other thing is you jump out of that range and him having such long arms, long limbs, you're not... Yeah, a lot of the times I don't think you're quite out of range. Like yeah. you might think, especially you're a little guy with yeah. little T-Rex arms and you go, I'm out of range. And he's like, not for me, you're not, buddy. Or, or you get out as far as you can, but because of the distance and stuff, it's just not enough. Yeah. Um, and then you got to come in and that's when he's catching you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if I were... No, I don't know. It's hard to say. If you were Gaslam? If I was Gaslam, like, I would have attacked that lead leg. Like, Gaslam has the wrestling behind him. But in saying that, though, it's like, if he would have attacked the lead leg and blew too much energy on it, he would have lost the pop in his arm. He would have he would have tied himself out because he's a he's like a body type that is short, squat, and explosive. You know, he's not really built for those marathon fights. That That's the thing. People don't understand that. Like, when they go, why didn't he just... People ask me as well, shoot. like, why didn't he just shoot more? And I'm like, dude, you know, it's a 25-minute fight. Yeah, like, it's and it's not Adesanya's dumb. It's not like Adesanya's like... Gonna be like, oh my god, he shot at me! I couldn't. Yeah. Could you believe it? Like he's, it's, he knows yeah. that that they're gonna go yeah. try and shoot. Yeah, and um, it's much more tiring to shoot and fail than it is to 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 defend. It really is. It's much much more, unless you're like a Khabib. Or an yeah, but Khabib doesn't just keep shooting. He because the thing with Khabib is when he shoots, he's able to hold you. Excuse me. Where <laughs> he's able to hold you against the cage or get the takedown. The takedown is a big thing because mm. then he can rest. Yeah, and well, and he and he capitalizes on every position of the takedown, on like the 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 fighting part, on the when when he takes you down and you're still fighting up, he finds a way to drain your energy more than his, and um, or holds as you well against as the cage. Their body types. If you look at their body type, you look at all those endurance wrestling guys, like the guys that shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot, like their body types are made for it. Like that's what they do. That's what they they're built for. If you would, you know, like, that's why they do it. Yeah, it's like Askren, it's uh, Khabib. So, um, who's the guy that won the interim belt and still walking around in the welterweight division? Oh, Covington. Covington. Like, yeah. same body types. Uh, the Usman. Like, yeah. Same body types, all of them. Like, and that's just like what they do, what they're built for. It's why they do it, as you said. You know, um, Gaston, Gaston's not like that. He has the body type to bully a guy on the fence, to land takedowns and control top, but he doesn't have the body type to shoot recklessly forever. Yeah, he, he if he shoots, he's going to explode. He's going to... But it, but in saying that, though, like... I. If I had to, if I had to make a game plan for Gaslam, you'd have to break down what his biggest disadvantages are, which is the reach, the distance, and you'd have to put your faith in his ability to creep in, which he has done in many fights before. Like he's he's good at getting in. He will get in. It's just a matter of when. He gets in, and he he lands his combos. But then he needs to stick. And if he can't stick with cut with cardio, like in a Nick Diaz sort of way, which he won't, because the guy's an outside fighter, he's on trying to escape. He needs something to slow him down, so he needs to attack that lead leg, especially on the lean back. Like Adesanya loves the lean back. He, when 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 he defends a lot of strikes, he he has that wide sense lean back sort of style, so that he can lean all the way back, all the way to the side, and get out of get out of harm's way. You know, with his with his with his height. So. Um, and and the uh, I think I think the the strategy that Gastelum's team had come up with and Gaston himself was great. The implementation of the, the tactical components of it in the fight. But man, it's hard when you've been hitting that wasn't the best, I don't think. But then on the flip side of it, I think that Adesanya did the, a lot of good work too. So do I. I think, um, I think Gaston needed to change his game plan after the second round, like mid-fight. Um like in saying that, yeah, I can say it, but it's fucking almost impossible trying to do it. Especially if you're the corner, especially if, if you haven't worked it. Like, yeah. Now, that's the other thing people don't understand. They go, you know, the corner should say this. Like we spoke about it yeah. last week. Corner should say this, the corner should say that. And you, man, you, yeah. you're like, dude. Like, but in my opinion, like if, you, if, you, if you're writing a game plan on paper, you don't, like I, I, would, I would write, okay, I'd have a lot of faith in Gaslam's ability to get in and cause damage. I'd have a f- so much faith. Everyone he's gotten in on, he's dropped. And I'd, I'd have Everyone. A lot of, yeah. I'd have a lot of faith in that. And I'd put that in there. I'd write it down like, we'll drop someone thing. But then what? Then you have to go, okay. Like, it's like the 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 branching paths at the thing. What are they called? The the flow charts. Yeah. The flow charts we drop. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Gets knocked out. Cool. Tequila. Yeah. Doesn't get knocked out. Next point of call get out try again and then like one at, at some point it'd be a branch of like 
okay, it's been a round and a half, two rounds, cardio levels are dropping because I'm not a workhorse, I can't explode like this, especially in a, in a fight where he has to get in, you know there's going to be a significant amount of exploding to like to do, of like exploding energy, fast, fast twitch energy, like that is tiring, it's very tiring, so you have to take that into account, like okay, we need to slow it down, how do we slow it down, can't sit on the outside, guy's too tall, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, um, and when Adesanya's coming forward, he's super dangerous. Yeah, and you can only go as far back as the cage. And you cannot sit in that mid-range with him playing tennis with your head. <laughs> no, you no. cannot. And with nowhere to leave, and with you, like, defending on the back foot is also super tiring. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, like, super tiring. If, you're, if you've got your back up against the wall, like, and you're, like, reactive fighting, it's hard. It's super tiring. And, uh, Dave, anything else that you saw? No, no, that's it. Um, what did you think of the main event? Um, yeah, that was unreal. You know, um, you know, it's one of the first fights. One of the first fights, I think, like the commentary, the commentary has been like a little closer to, to on the mark. Like, <laughs> um, like Poirier is just a bigger guy, much physically, what much more established in the division, much more established. Uh, in the weight, and he hits like a truck. I think that was, I think it was a great fight. I think it was, I think it was great. It was just, uh, you know, what it reminded me a lot of, like uh, the the fight against. Remember when Rose fought, fought um, what's her name? The last fight she had. Can you bring up Rose Namahunas? Uh, the, the 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 chick, the small chick that was um, that was fighting that had the belt for ages. Joanna. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't believe I forgot that thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, when, when Rose fought Joanna the second time, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of because, like, he like he was just getting thrown around. Like, the power difference was so crazy. And there was just, like, you, he was, uh, Holloway's getting in, he was popping and popping and popping, but he just could not make a mark, could not make a dent. And then Poirier would throw pop pop and then hurt Holloway. It surprised me how much bigger and stronger Poirier looked in that in that um, fight. It, it really did. Like I didn't think um, he I, I didn't think there'd be that much of a difference. But apparently Poirier was saying that he has trouble making lightweight now, and like he used to fight at featherweight. And then then you start to think like how bad would he have been at featherweight? Because doing big cuts to welterweight, how much does that affect you? Like yeah, it's. It's could you make welterweight now? Never. <laughs> no, no, but if you had to, like you say, if, no. could you even make 77? No. Not, not even fight. I'm no. just saying, could you just... Not a chance. You no. wouldn't be able to get on the scale at 77? <laughs> not a chance. Could you make 81? No, not a chance. You don't think you could make 81? No. You could make 81, no, surely. <laughs> no. Because I've noticed, like, as I'm getting older, the weight sits here a little bit longer. I'm a little bit heavier. My muscles are a little bit thicker. Because remember, when I moved up to middleweight, like it... For you to adjust to a certain weight, like your muscles adjust slowly. Like you're not feeling the middleweight strength in the first, second, third, fourth fight. It's like now I'm starting to feel that middleweight strength. Yeah, yeah. And like the cuts are like proper middleweight cuts. How how, how much easier would it be for you to go up? Would you be able to? How how easy could you go up? You reckon to ninety three? Yeah, definitely. Uh, very like very easy for me to go up. Sneeze. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. very easy for me to go up because like guys don't get it. I'm a thick guy. Like I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. I, a heavy guy um and the the only thing is like if i if i when i if i if i go up when i go up do you think you will go up yeah i think i'll probably finish my career up there i'm just eventually the cuts are just going to become annoying <laughs> and i'll still want to fight you know um but um yeah it, it, i think the biggest thing that i'll have to start working with is uh just the height difference you know like working that out like getting used to that sort of sort of stuff there's a lot of tall guys in that division, eh? 6'4", 6'5". So like they're all super tall. But, yeah, you know, I'm like I'm confident, like, my speed and my style of fighting, it's like I'm lucky in that way that I, it, can, it can be adapted to, to dudes you want to stay away from. The one thing, just even seeing you spar with light heavyweights and that, the way they can take shots, like yeah. a, a light heavyweight. Yeah. Like, but, then, but then, like, i got to ask, like, would I hit differently if I knew I was a lightweight, a light heavyweight? Like, if you were a light heavyweight, would you hit harder? Yeah, because like right now, even though I'm like sitting on the heavier side, I um, I I know it's got to go down. I can't just 
like it goes down it has to go down like it doesn't i don't i don't go up like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean whereas it's, it's different your body changes your body changes you know I, you know if i moved up to light heavy i think i'd be like the gastelum of the gastelum of light of, of, of light heavy <laughs> <laughs> good um let's do some questions from the audience yeah. I tried I tried reading one while we were talking and I can't do both. I don't know how you do. <laughs> the so, skill. I don't know. It says, Rob could do a light heavyweight easy, like Latifi. No. He's not Is like Latifi a, tall? Nah, he's like a... Like, Latifi's got great wrestling, but... Yeah, he's like uh, Gastelum, but like thicker. Mm. He's got great wrestling. Very, very good. Super athletic for a guy that's so thick. Crazy, man. <laughs> I've seen him do backflips. It says, will Rob keep the speed if he moves up? I, I think that, yeah, because like the the training, the, the training weight and everything is like Rob walks around at about 96, 97 kilos and still very, very fast at that weight. You know, so it's quite, it's quite a big cut to 84 kilos for, for Rob. People don't realize that because I'm not jacked, jacked. Oh, you're jacked, Rob. Oh, it says, uh, Sean Hart asks, 98 kilos at the moment, Bobby? Yeah. Yes. 98 and a half. 98 and a half. Um, can you read some questions out, Dave, if you can see some? Or Rob, if you see. Yep, so um, is uh, Romero still your hard- is the hardest fighter at uh, 185? Yeah, um... Yeah, Romero is the hardest fight I've had, probably. Like, barring the ones I've lost. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes those fights don't necessarily have to be the hardest fights, the ones you lose. Yeah, well then, like that Stephen Thompson fight wasn't very hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, I still, but I still lost. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, they, those that last those those last two fights where they were they took it out. Of, they were hard fights. Like when you're when you're round five deep and. Like you're both tired, you're both taking damage. It's it's it is a nightmare. Um, th- there was a question earlier. Someone, uh, I think Rob, you referred to something about the chin. Um, was it like uh, it was like um, chin capacity or something like that? Where how strong's someone's chin? Mm. Someone wanted to explain. What do you mean by that? Okay, so. So when you when you when you cut a lot of weight, you dehydrate yourself. So um, you you take a lot of fluid out of your brain. Your you, brain basically then it just sits in water. Yeah. So when you start to dehydrate yourself at level like big levels, you um like it it, it takes less to knock you out, much less. That's why you, when you see like when you saw Dillashaw go down, he got chinned, and then like it's it's hard. Or you see a lot of guys go down and they get chinned when before they would never. Well, a lot of the deaths as well that have occurred in those combat sports have occurred at the lighter weights where the weight cut occurs. Yeah. And in, had in, bad in, cuts. Yeah, in, in, in boxing and, and, and whatnot occurs in, in those light, lighter weights. Um, could you have run it straight to Inglis <laughs> before he retired? I don't, I'm going to answer this for Rob. Rob yes. would not have been able yes, to I run it straight have. at Inglis, <laughs> yes, even if Inglis has 100%. been retired for about 20 years. You know what? I would have done it twice. No. So I would have ran over him the first time. Inglis would do a lot, a lot of jail time. <laughs> For, for that there would, it would be a massacre no. even if Inglis is retired for years no. Rob still would not be able to run it straight I mean he could run it so whether he'd walk afterwards what's your height mate honestly <laughs> whose height Rob's mine oh 5'4 5'8 5'7 I think I'm 181 centimetres 183 on a good day it says here this is an interesting one it says what is your goal in the UFC do you want to be a double champ or the middleweight goat um to be care uh, to be honest like i, I don't I, I don't really care like um <laughs> like to be honest i just want to stone people like i want to have hard fights i want to i want to have fights i just want to i just want to fight i just want to fight i want to i want to stone some people i have a little list of guys that i want to fight before i retire i have um and i like having hard fights like i just want to i like developing my skill sets and then putting them to test against someone like that's that's really all I want to do. I've never had a goal. Like I, I never had a goal of becoming the champ. It's just a result thereof. And also, I think that the the thing that the the reward for beating I don't know ten guys in a row or whatever that you've beaten was the belt. As in, like that wasn't the outcome that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I never 
Like I've heard people have pictures of the belt in front of their thing and they look at it every day and they're like, I'm going to It's like, nah. It's like my my thing, I always I just had a picture of the nest dude I was fighting. And then I'll fight you and then, all right. And then step by step and got there. Right. Seriously, get Jacob Malcoon to read the finance and weather. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> <laughs> we need a segment. We need Malcoon weather. We should. 100%. <laughs> that was my idea. That was my original idea there. Um, how many kilograms do you think you would have over Israel in the cage? It would have to be close to 10. I, I seriously doubt it would be close to 10 kilos nah. in the cage. No, nah, he's a big guy. He doesn't like, he's a very tall guy. His weight's distributed, you know, much more. Like, yeah, he'd be, he'd be very heavy. I've seen him in weigh-ins. He's very heavy. He's like, he's a much bigger guy than people give him credit for. Yeah, he's not, he's not like a little guy. Like, he's not like my size or something. He's a lot, lot bigger. Has Fab been giving you PR lessons lately? Who says that? Kaz Nathan. I, I, I'm not the person to give PR lessons. I'm not. I'm not very polished myself. <laughs> um, what's the thing? Who's a harder fight, Adesanya or Gastelum? I, no, personally, I think Ad, uh, Gastelum would have been a harder fight for me. I think stylistically, it just it's not not the best fight for me. I would have done it. Like, <laughs> you nah, I'm not doing that yeah, one. I would have done it. Like. Um, but I dodged the bullet, I guess. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think stylistically, me and Adesanya are better. <clears throat> Dave, any other ones there? Um, let me go back. Mm. What What do you think? Do you think what? How would if if you were Adesanya, mm. how would you try and fight you, mate? Uh, Wrestle. Uh, he should wrestle. Yeah, I think she. I think he should just shoot doubles. Or pull guard. Yeah, pull guard. Um, no, honestly, he can only fight me like he fought everyone else. Like, try to counter strike me. Try to counter me off me coming in. Try to counter me off doing this until I start to slow down and then try to pick me out from the outside. Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll try to pick me off on the outside, or and then try to capitalize like counter striking. That's 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 what he's going to do. Yeah. Nothing else there for him. Wrestle, man. Israel, wrestle. <laughs> You're watching this wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? You know he's watching this. Do you think that Israel? <laughs> you, he is watching. Do you think that Israel? He's got notes to to yell at and swear at me. On. <laughs> do you think that Israel skipped all the grapplers in the division? I, I, it's going too fast. All the comments coming too fast. But do you think he did? Uh, I don't. You know, I was gonna say no. Nah, I don't think, but no, yes, he did because he picked his fights. <laughs> like, yeah. So did he say that? Yeah, he said he picked his fights. UFC don't pick my fights. I pick my fights. So that's fine. You dodge people. That's cool. Um, what 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 do you think of that of that back and forth between him and John Jones? Ah, uh, I think it's. I don't know. Like, is he wants to yell at everyone? <laughs> It's like, he's super angry. Like, I think picking on John Jones, though, like, for no reason, out of the blue, like, he's not even, like, he's, uh, why right now? Like, I think John Jones would kill you. There, there's some interesting guys in that division as well, that Johnny Walker, yeah. Rockhold now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Chris Weidman's going to go up as well. Um, is he? Yeah, it's like, and that, that Thiago, Thiago's, Thiago Santos yeah. fighting for the belt. Like, well, like, these are all very big guys that, you know, I've started to feel the cut. That's like an exodus of middleweight fighters that have gone up to light heavyweight. They made the light heavyweight yeah. division, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Ever since I walked in, <laughs> all right. everyone's just quietly left. <laughs> um, does Rob think Izzy is powerful? He's powerful enough. Like, I'm under no illusion that if I don't take this fight seriously, he's going to stone me. <laughs> he's a great guy. How do um, you plan on getting around Israel's reach? Uh, Widely, <laughs> like, <laughs> carefully, carefully, <laughs> very carefully. Who else do you want on your next card with you in Australia against? Um, well, in, in this next card, who, who else do you want? Um, you know, to to be honest, I'd love to have some of my own team. Yeah, for on, sure. On this card, they're um they're at a point where like I honestly think they're top ten material already. Jacob, the weatherman, Malcoon. Oh, that's a great name. The weatherman. And, the anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> anchorman. Ismaeli. Yes. Fitikefu. Um, yeah, like, 
Dave, Dave Roberts, David Dave Fran- the Builder, <laughs> Dave Francis. Like these guys have been training me with a long time, and I'd love to see some of. The, I'd love to see them in the show finally, like uh, doing what they do. You know, they they are they are more than ready for it. What so what's what's um what's next for you, Rob? Like, what are you? Um, you know, I guess like the the next thing, and you'll be able to speak more. Wait, how's your stomach in that? Because somebody said they're going to kick you in the stomach. Yeah, my my stomach is good. Like, don't kick him in the stomach. It's such a rude thing to do. Like, even if I didn't have a sore stomach, don't kick me in the freaking stomach, please. Why would you do that? Um, nah, my stomach is good. My stomach is good. Like, people don't realize how much I dodged a bullet when they did, they found it and did the surgery straight away. Because if I would have fought, which I couldn't have anyway, but if I would have, or even if I didn't, if I didn't operate in the next five hours, I would have died or had long-term life-changing effects. Can I say something? You know, when they say, because I read this thing and they said, or, or somebody said, I can't even fucking remember. I read it or I heard it or somebody told me, whatever, and people are like, um, oh, it's your training and you're too brittle and this and that. I just want to come out officially and say, Myself personally, I haven't spoken to Alex, the, the other trainer at the gym, nor Justin, nor the two Justins, or Charlie. But none of us gave Rob chicken pox the first time. That's what. That's why he pulled out. The first time he pulled out because he had chicken pox, and the second time he pulled out because he had an internal hernia. And none of us. That does none of those things are part of our training. Right? Yeah, that that's got nothing to do with him being injury prone or anything like that. No. Chickenpox is fucking real, right? And then he had the the internal hernia. Nothing to do with our training. So, yeah. so no, I'm, 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 we don't have people in the yeah. gym with chickenpox and yeah. fevers just, and shit. We just cultivate it in the <laughs> yeah. lab somewhere in case we need it. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, no, I um. So yeah, I'm back at full training and i love it it's great to be back with the team we're working hard but um in terms of me personally like um and you'll be able to speak on this more is that we i'm actually going to go to new zealand in the next couple of weeks to try and share some of our educational programs there yeah. and um yeah like well we're looking at launching a um, well we already have a, a very 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 good successful program the gap program that rob's wearing the t-shirt for i'm wearing the t-shirt as well but i get as some of you may know i'll get cold <laughs> Um, where is that jacket the jacket will come out as winter <laughs> as winter comes upon us but right now we still got a little bit of time um dave do you want to talk about a little bit about we, we're looking at launching a multifaceted uh, educational program across the pacific we're gonna we want to start branching out into different states in australia and into new zealand we ran a very very successful program and then hopefully be able to take it to other islands in the in the pacific um dave do you want to talk a little bit about it yeah, so um, pretty much um, we got a passion for, you know, supporting First Nations people and, um, you know, both sort of Aboriginal Maori cultures and you know, um, we do some innovation st- innovative stuff with young and older Aboriginal people. So, like, why not spread the, the knowledge around a little bit more? So hopefully, um, you know, we'll be relaunching Gap in a couple more weeks or hopefully a bit sooner rather than later and then um, go and having a chat over in New Zealand and see what we can get up running over there. Yeah, so at the moment, the GAP program is only available in Cert 3 and Cert 4. We, we've, we're we lo- looking at running it very, very soon. And we want to now branch off into the building trade as well. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. And we also want to put that program into mainstream um, yep. education as well. So it'll be available not just to um, First Nations people, but anyone, anyone that can do it. But we, we want to be able to spread that out into the Pacific, um, New Zealand, Australia, and go from there 100 percent. and uh, i'm very excited to to be moving over there i have at least 700 cousins that i'm that are <laughs> going to be jumping on it straight away <laughs> what's um, that i have at least 700 cousins that'll jump be jumping on it 100 percent. Oh, yeah 100 um, uh, someone asked what's my iwi is napui and i'm looking forward to going over there and just i'm gonna go meet up my family it's one of those things like i've always wanted to go back to to nz to just see my family because most of them are over there on, on my mom's side and just and just embrace my, my culture a bit more but it's it's always it's one of those things where time it's hard to find that time to you know what's crazy do is, stuff. is people ask about oh also the other guy that you'd want on the card that you were saying before but we just uh juan if he could be on that card yeah, that would yeah, be fucking yeah. cool if juan could be on the australian card that would that would be unreal heavyweight division juan 
He's a guy to watch out for. He's gonna he's gonna be making some big waves. Um, you know, New Zealand people ask me about New Zealand. I don't. I and I'm you know I've never been to New Zealand other than the airport. And really? The, yeah, no, and that's like only. Be, but I've been every, like so many other places, but it's because it's right there. New Zealand's like the one, like the only other place that I could live. Like I've travelled around a fair bit now, and like I, I've always said, nah, like I could never move out of Sydney. I like, want to go to New Zealand. It looks it's, beautiful. It's the only other place that I could actually live. It's, um, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. Oh well, I am gonna go. But yeah. Um, any other questions there, <clears throat> Dave? Let's see. You're a fake. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> but where? Where is it? Yeah, up the top now, right? Up. You're, you're, a you're, fake, you're a fake. No, no. I don't know if you're responding <laughs> to someone else. I hope so. <laughs> but if he's not, uh, I'm sorry. Fab arm wrestle Rob. I won't arm wrestle him. He'll beat me in the arm wrestle. But I will arm wrestle him if he comes down to 75 kilos. We'll cut weight. He can weigh. Look, if he weighs in 80, 80 kilos on the day, I'm willing to give away a few kilos and I will arm wrestle him. I think yes, Juan Espino. That's exactly right. I Juan think, Espino. I think Juan Skeleton weighs 80. Nah, more. He's a huge dude. <laughs> you know, you know, look, this is this is a true story. Look, look him up. Look up White Lion um, in on YouTube, right? Juan is a wrestles in the Canary Islands. He's the greatest Canary Island wrestler of all time. This guy's grappling is like full on for real. Like he's really, 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 really good. Um, he used to wrestle, right, in the Canary Islands at 160 kilos because there was no weight division. <laughs> and I said to him, because he came to Australia. I remember seeing some photos where yeah, he showed us. He came to Australia now the other day and we were, we were having... Um, we're having lunch and everything, and I was speaking to him. And I said, "So, you, you had you wrestle 160 kilos?" And he's, "That was my advantage, is because it was one of the smaller guys." <laughs> and he has some of the guys were like 180, 200 kilos, you know. Wow. And how the fuck do you? You, you, you know what? Um, what always blew me away was like when he, when I knew he was like a legit fighter, and he's gonna like stress and the mental side of it isn't gonna phase him. Is when he said the worst thing about fighting, fighting in the Sen Senegal. The worst thing about fighting there was that... Oh, sorry. He did Senegalese wrestling as well. He was like a Senegalese wrestling champion as well. Yeah. Lived in Senegal, etc. Just said, give a little bit of... He said the worst thing was when you hit a guy, their teeth would get stuck in your knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I was like, you win. <laughs> like, you win. Nah, you he's win. legit. He's, yeah. a, he's very, very legit. He's a, yeah. And he's very skilled. Like, not only is he a, like a... A monster of a guy, like big, strong guy, but he's he's legit. He's got skill, dude. When we went into the house, because like I'm I'm a bit of a nerd. As soon as um, is your gap program going to be in Auckland? Yes, we are going to run it in in Auckland. Hopefully, yes, absolutely. In the next couple of uh, weeks, we're going to be out there. Um, when we when when we got to the house, as soon as I walked in, I saw him, but nobody else knew who he was. Only I knew, and we, that that's why I I. We picked the way we picked because I didn't think they were mm. going to pick him straight off the bat. And then when we got him, I was like, yeah, this this dude's going to go yeah. pretty far if he doesn't kill someone. I've got a question for you, mate. What's a mozzie? I don't know what a mozzie is. Do you know gonna, what a mozzie is? I was going to ask the same question. Like, I thought a mozzie was, I was like a, a thought mosquito. it was a mosquito. That's what we yeah, call it. Yeah, so do I. I. Like, just like dissecting it, it might be what, a Maori Aussie? I, I don't know. I don't know. Can someone in the comments tell me what a mozzie is? Oh, Maori Aussie. Yeah, okay. Because uh, Adesanya called me a mozzie. You know, he called me a fake mozzie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I think somebody wrote there, Maori Aussie. Yeah. Called yeah. me a fake mozzie. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he makes me cringe, but I like him. Oh. <laughs> it makes me, like... like it's it's just such a funny thing to say. Yeah, it's, it, it is. Like, I don't understand. It's such it's so weird because they're like, "What's he?" <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, you know, what's funny is like a lot of people, um, a lot of journo's said, "Oh, it's going to be like New Zealand versus Australia," and it's like, "No, it's not." It's like I'm not fighting New Zealand. I'm bringing them with me. It's New Zealand Australia fight, fighting him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't uh, know. But yeah, that's that's me anyway. That's me for the next couple of weeks anyway. And then obviously training with the boys where, and us. Where are you planning on going in uh, New Zealand? Um, 
like where can people see you if you go to New Zealand and where, where will they see you well um, are you gonna go are we heading North Island we're heading to Auckland I think we're gonna go to Auckland yeah for sure uh, then uh, Rotorua. Yep, that's where. Sorry, people, if I don't say the name correctly, people are going to say, look, this is how you say it, but like, I, I don't, like, I, I might not say the names correctly. Mm. Um, uh, that, they're the two places I know for sure we're going to go. Yeah. All my family is in Auckland and Rotorua. Like, I was born in Middle, you know what? I was born in Middlemore Hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, all my, all my family's up in the North Island. So, we'll definitely be stopping there. Got to, got to, got to meet up with the Fanu. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I love it. See one the first thing I see is broken anus. <laughs> Where'd you read that? <laughs> Where? Where? Yeah. Broken anus. Why? Why did you write that? I don't know. There's no context behind it. That's what makes me funny. Nah. Alright. Well people, thank mm. you very much. Uh we'll be catching up with you guys very, very soon. And um, thank you. Thank you very much. Dave, Rob. Cool. Thanks. You Cheers. versus Mighty Mouse. Who wins? <laughs> Who? Is that you? you. You? Mighty Mouse would beat me. <laughs> Mighty Mouse would beat me. Well, well, you, you got that range on him, buddy. He's a very short guy. It's hard. He'll close the distance. No, will he? you got a great push kick. I've seen it. And what yeah, about but not against, not what against your spinning heel kick? People don't realize this, but... You're looking at my my main sparring partner for Uriah Hall. I was the main sparring partner <laughs> I, for Uriah Hall. I brought him in, and he was the he was the simulator. Can I can I tell you this is a real story? Before we go, every time when we warm up at the back before the fights, Rob punches me fucking flush <laughs> in the fucking face every single time. True or not? Yeah, well, it's an accident. Because I, I got a if you can see, I have a missing my tooth is chipped because Rob yeah. uppercutted me for the Romero fight. There's a first Romero fight, the second Romero fight, he caught me flush in the chin in, at the back. Um, but I, I still did all five rounds. I still did all five rounds when Rob fought Romero. More than most of them. 100%. 100%. Um, okay, guys, thank you very much and catch up soon. Thanks thank for you. tuning in. Yeah. Peace. Bye-bye.